Okay, how's it going? Welcome to Check the Tape. I'm Arya Atari, and I'm joined once again by Brian. How are you, man? Dude, you can't get rid of me. It's week after week now at this point. We only got, we only got a couple more weeks, too, right? We're, we're getting uh, we got close three to the weeks, end. Three weeks till the playoffs, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then we get to get into the, into the playoff podcast season. That'll we got to bring fun. our A game. We got to bring That'll our A fun. game. Those ones this we can the... actually record on, like, Sunday nights after yeah. the... Games are over, yeah. Yeah, especially after wildcard weekend. We'll get, a, we'll get a couple of days worth of games. Yeah, after wildcard and after divisional. That'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, so today's agenda, we're going to talk about Patriots game, unfortunately. We'll talk about Cowboys-Eagles, Bears-Rams, and just kind of like a general sense of what we think's going on in the NFL, what we, what we think of the current playoff picture and yeah just awards and that sort of thing so before we get started though last week you know we talked about the kareem hunt situation and i just wanted to mention i kind of screwed up when i was talking i accidentally said it was domestic violence the kareem hunt situation which it clearly wasn't domestic violence you didn't know the woman right right so i wanted to just clarify that correct myself and say it was assault, which it was. And yeah. Regardless, not good. Right, right. Regardless, not I good. Just, like we, you know, like I, we mentioned. But yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. Yeah, just wanted to clarify myself on that one. I, I you know, after we put the podcast up, I, I re-listened to it. And I was like, oh, I, you know, said the wrong thing there. So just um, re-clarifying for these purposes. And uh, yeah, I think that's all I really got to say. Good way to start, right? We uh, we get it going, and now we get to really get into this. So this past week, your Patriots, not a good look on the Patriots on Sunday. They always struggle in Miami. What What's the deal? You think it's, should, you think it's too much partying in South Beach? Oh, come on. Should we talk about the Patriots, or should we just end the podcast and not talk about <laughs> How How much were you dreading uh, having to talk to me about the Patriots? I didn't answer phone calls like the entire time. I called I you. I called so you the mad. second after it happened. I called I you the. So how many? How many mad. phone calls and texts did you get? After more that? than more than I care for. Was it a lot? Yeah, a lot. Oh, uh, how many were negative? Almost all of them. <laughs> That's very deserving, considering well, the kind of Patriots. It's manual. so funny. It's so funny. You know, when they have one loss, everyone freaks out and loves to talk their shit. Give me a break. That wasn't. That wasn't a. Like that that was a different kind of loss though. Even you could admit that. Whatever. It's fine. I mean Whatever. No, yeah, it's whatever. I, I'm I'm so over it. Like I said so yet last week we did the whole in and out thing and I was like, Are you in and out on the Patriots representing the AFC in the Super Bowl, right? Right. You said yes, I said no. And I guess I'm still a yes based off of just the um competition. Cause I think they play these teams well the Steelers Texans the Colts get in they've always played the Colts well like historically but this team has just not been really good all year like they the last four five years I want to say four years actually like this is probably their worst team in five years and I don't know the defense is horrible and it's uh, that decision to leave Gronkowski in at safety made absolutely no sense. Tannehill's not throwing the ball 70 yards. It was just an awful loss, an awful play. And did you did you think they could have ran more time off 
on the clock at the end? Do you, do you, did you think that that I was think they should have tried to I think they should have tried better to score. Right. Why? What was the field goal at that point going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. The field, the field goal made it a a what a, a six point game, a five point game, five That's point what, game. Well, they went off the touchdown. Right. So so the field goal, in essence, basically they would have, the the Dolphins would have had to go ninety eight yards in seven seconds, right? If they don't kick the field goal and they don't score a touchdown, right? Um. Yeah. So yeah. that my thing is my thing is this. Obviously, Gronkowski being out there is it doesn't make any sense whatsoever, um, because like you just mentioned, Ryan Tannehill is not throwing the ball sixty nine seventy could have had yards. McCourty. Could have had McCourty for there. Hail Mary. Yeah. Hail Mary. And why anyone thought that was going to be the case, I still don't understand. But to me, there should have been more of an effort to to score a touchdown. One, or you know what, you don't score the touchdown. Now the Dolphins have to go 98 yards and and score, basically, a touchdown. Yeah. Or they lose. They're not going to be able to get into field goal range within seven seconds. Um, they're not going to be able to really run more than one play unless they run a quick quick little out and then they have to go 80 yards. It, there was just a lot of wrong with those last two plays, really. Yeah, and you and alluded to it at the top. Really, like the game Miami. itself was a bad game for new England. I mean, clearly they had played no defense. Uh, they couldn't stop the run. There were times where they didn't capitalize. Uh, Kowski missed an, what he missed an extra point and a field goal in that game. Um, yes. and there was, just, the they, they never when... seemed to play well in Miami, but the big, the big problem is why is Gronkowski out there? Well, you mentioned why? how Miami is like the house of horrors and everything. No and sense. you, and there was also, um, the play at the end of the first half where Brady thought they had a timeout. And he took the sack and didn't get rid of the ball. And that could have been another field goal right there. It just had all the makings of your classic Patriots in Miami game. And now they've lost five of their last six there. Or no. Yeah. Or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five of their last six. Yeah. Right? Yep. And um, it's, I don't know. I, I, I don't. One of them shouldn't really count, though, because that was the last game of the season, and I don't think and the Patriots kind of mailed that one in. But they just never play well there for whatever reason. It's there in Denver. They never play well in those locations. And it is what it is. They lost. I didn't think they were too good. Anyways, um, and the, the real thing is, you know, that was probably Brady's best game of the season. Yeah, I, I was going to say. I mean, he, he no turnovers for Brady. 350 yards, three touchdowns. The, the problem was the defense. The problem was clearly the defense. Couldn't yeah. stop the run, clearly. Brandon Bolden, ex-Patriot, was running all over him. Frank Gore running all over him. I mean, bad defense, bad, bad defense. But like you said, the rest of the teams in the AFC, two out of the three other division leaders lost to, to teams. Well, they, the, the Texans lose to the Colts, so comparable yeah so that's the thing um even if they had won this game it wouldn't have made a difference as far as their standing now they lost a safety net and they have the big game against pittsburgh this week but even if they had won that game they'd still be that two seed which they are right now right but they would have clinched they would have clinched the division i know i know but i'm just saying it hasn't really made a difference yet it might at the end of the season when you could have use that one extra win. But yeah, let's talk about that AFC playoff picture. Cause the other two big games we want to talk about are NFC. So the chiefs are still at the top. 
Mahomes the leader for MVP, right? Clearly. I mean, clearly leads, leads, leads almost all these quarterbacks in every category, more t- over 40 touchdowns, over 4,000 yards. Um, he's incredible. I mean, his team's, it, a lo- his team's 11 incredible. and two that, that the game he had the, the comeback, the way he, they drove down the field to win that game against a tough defense. That was one of his best games of the season. Fourth might down not play might not have been his, might not have his best statistical game of the season, yeah. but I think one of his best games of the well, year, there's, just there's the fourth down play. And then the no look, the no look pass was insane. Oh insane. Yeah. So, so there's still the one I, you know, I, I still have my doubts with them without hunt. I think that's a real big loss, which we talked about last week. And it kind of showed itself in that Baltimore game. Yeah. Well, how about this? They have they have their most difficult game of the year coming up. Well, they have two. Week. They have two difficult games back to back. Yeah, and the, the Chargers this game, and the Seahawks. This game coming up this week is potentially going to f- figure us out who's going to win the West. Well, even if the Chargers win, I think the Chiefs are still the one. Actually, they are. They are. They they still they still own the tiebreaker because the Chargers lost that one game to Denver, and they have more they divisional lost losses. City. So well, Kansas City and Denver. Right, but if the Chargers win, Kansas City would have one division loss, and the Chargers, Chargers have two. two div- yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kansas City still won. My question for you is, are the two best teams in the AFC West? I think it's pretty clear that, that, is, that that's the case. No, The two I best teams in the AFC. Clear. I don't think that's pretty clear that that's the case, actually. Really? Uh, why? <laughs> what do you mean, that why? It's the Chargers. This what, is going to be your classic Chargers what, game. What about what about the the Texans impresses you? Nothing, nothing okay. about the Texans impresses me. That their their nine wins, nine straight wins was arguably in my mind one of the least impressive. This is coming from the same person who thought the Colts were going to lose. I did. I didn't think the Colts were going to lose. I don't think the Colts are very impressive either. The Steelers well, are the Colts have, not very the Colts impressive. Have one good player, a pretty decent receiver. And a good offensive line, and it's and a tight end. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about him. You're right, and a tight end, They're and a tight end. But the the Chargers, I would, I would, if if you if you put a gun to my head and you asked me, Patriots or Chargers at this point in the season, I would take the Chargers. I really would. As for what to make to, it to the to, AFC title game, to make it to the AFC title game what, against, you realize Kansas. one of them was going to have a bye and the other won't most Correct. likely. Correct. But it, but if you are if you are asking, I, I think the Chargers are better than any team that they will play. They clearly they they beat Pittsburgh on the road. The only team the the three teams they've lost to are one is the Chiefs, one is is the Broncos, and the other loss they had was it was earlier in the season. I'm trying to think who that was against. They lost the first game against the Rams, Kansas City. The Rams. The Rams. The Rams. Yeah. So so two out of their three losses are against teams that are either first in their their conference or second in their conference all right we'll see this week yeah big big game big game i mean this is clearly going to so tell you're us gonna, a lot you're picking the chargers in this one i am not picking the chargers in this one. Oh wow you just did you did they just did this whole thing about the chargers are so good blah 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 blah, blah. i don't think now they're better they're than kansas lose? city i don't think they're better than kansas city but okay. i do think that they are better than every other team that's what, I was, that's what I'm arguing with you Let's right now. Let's talk about they're, the Steelers. Are they, they're done. Remember how I said a couple weeks ago that, you know, they beat the Panthers in that blowout game, and they had another game in there that was pretty good. And I said I thought the Steelers were peaking at the wrong, wrong time. time. Yep. I feel validated on that one. 
Listen, here's the thing with Pittsburgh, and, and you know me well enough that I've been saying this for how long? Mike Tomlin is not, not a good coach. And I think, and I think okay, no, here's your finally, thing. I think we're finally starting to realize this, that he is not a good coach. No, here's your thing. You don't like him, but he's not a bad coach. He he's is not, not like, a good coach. But he's no. not a bad coach. He's not Todd Bowles. He's not Dirk Cotter. He's not Gruden, you know? He's not McVay. He's not Kyle Shanahan. Okay, but like, how many of those guys even are there? But we 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 talk about we talk about Tomlin, and I when I say we, I mean the mainstream, mainstream, uh, the mainstream media, yeah. the mainstream, the uh, the casual sports fan, the you know, yeah. everyone talks about Mike Tomlin like he is this, you know, upper tier coach, right? You know, right up there with the Belichicks, with the with the McVeighs, with. Uh, he, he is heralded as one of these top coaches. He's not. He's absolutely not. The whole way that they handled the the Ben Roethlisberger situation this week was was puzzling. Right, You're talking about with his injury. Injury. Yeah. And then the comment after the game, which I which I saw was, right. they asked they asked him, you know, why why was Ben not in the game? And his answer was that they liked the the flow of the game. They liked the the flow. They were in the flow of the game. They liked the flow of the game. And then they had. Uh, they had Dobbs in the game, the backup quarterback, Josh Dobbs in the game. His passer rating during the quote-unquote flow of the game was something along the lines of like 12. So they, so with them, you know, Connor's still out. Maybe he'll be back next week. What about this Patriots-Steelers game? Where are you going to go? Who's, who's your pick there? You know what? This is, this is to me, this is... I don't want to say this is more of an interest, more of an interesting game than the than the Chiefs and the Chargers. I I do think that the Chiefs Chargers game is more interesting. I think the way the Patriots play at Heinz Field is bizarre. The thing with the Patriots this season, though, is they've struggled on the road. They're four. They're three and four. They haven't lost a game at home yet, right? They're they're six. Yeah, and yeah they're they're undefeated at home. I think I think this is. I would I would. I don't know who's going to win this game. I really don't. These two teams are very puzzling to me. They're, they're not very, they're not very consistent. They're and not. They both the need a win. They both need a win. They need to. The the Steelers more so. The Steelers need a win more than. The I don't Patriots. know if the Patriots lose this one. They drop. They lose their bye. I don't know. I think the Patriots need this one more because the Steelers. Well, if the Steelers lose this one, then they're out of their. Uh, they're potentially not in the first. Place. Yeah, they're yeah. not in first place. Then they I, get into a, then they get into a situation where Cleveland could jump them for the wild card. Oh my God! Wouldn't that be something <laughs> if Cleveland made the playoffs? Yeah, and it came down to that tie the beginning of the season. Yeah. So the thing with the Patriots is that we we've been talking about this since the start of the season, right? The the Patriots at the end of the year we were talking about how they had a light back end of the season. They had the Jets week twelve last week. They uh, the week. Before this past week, they played Minnesota at home. They got they won that game. Miami was a game that we thought that they should win. Now they have Pittsburgh, Buffalo. I don't know who this we is. Listen, you you of all people were saying that th- this was a win for the for the Patriots. When did I say that? I know the history in Miami. I'm you, not stupid. The thing is, the thing I is, just said I'm not stupid. On the yeah, you're not stupid. Yeah, you're not stupid. We were talking about how this the the Patriots the back end of their season was was lighter. Well, yeah. now this game is 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 pretty important for the Patriots, but with everything that comes into play with the Steelers, 
I think it's far more more important for Pittsburgh to win this game. I I will pick Pittsburgh only because they're home. That's the only reason why I'm picking this this picking the Steelers to win the game. I'll pick and, and I don't like the Patriots defense. The only reason I'm picking the Patriots is because we just own the Steelers. But let's shift gears. So we have we just talked about pretty much all the AFC teams. Real quick, who's your sixth seed? In, in the, the AFC? in the AFC? Yeah. Oh man. Um so right now that what is it? The the sixth seed right now. That's not is, real quick. Real quick, I would go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Baltimore as a sixth seed. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Colts. I, I'm not buying this Ravens thing. Yeah, I think it's gonna be one of those two teams, unless Cleveland, unless the Ravens win the division, and then it could be Cleveland or Tennessee. Okay, all right. So let's talk about the other big games this week. Um, the Cowboys Eagles. You, as a New York Giants fan, hate both of those teams, and it was pretty much to take first. Actually, it was to take first place in the division. The Cowboys. Do you feel like they have? One that Amari Cooper trained now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. What if they just lose in the divisional round? They give Cooper this big contract. Jason Garrett has to stick around. Well, the thing the thing about this is that they needed somebody. They needed a guy to be the big play guy. Who was going to be their big play guy if they didn't if they didn't have Cooper? But you have to pay the point. Here's the point. Now they lose the they could lose the first round pick. They lose first round in the divisional, pay Cooper all this big money. Maybe he's not worth it the next year. I could see I don't think this is over by any stretch, but Gruden looks dumb once again. Yeah. Yeah. The thing the thing about this whole Cowboys thing is that clearly they're they are the hottest team in the league right now, right? They they have to be they have to be the hottest team. They've they won, won they won in five in a row. Yeah, they won five in a row. The only longer win the only win streak right now going on i think is kansas city miami and the Chargers have won three in a row so no one's even is within two games of that I winning seattle team. i think seattle's won like three or four in a row so seattle has won four in a row so yes so game within but clearly the hottest team in the league is is dallas the thing about dallas is this <laughs> yes they won the game but there were times in that game where you're you're still looking at dallas and you're saying this is not a playoff team. What's their biggest issue? You know what it is. It's Prescott. It's him and Garrett, right? And Garrett wasn't as as bad as he usually was in that Eagles game. But, you know, I like that Cowboys roster besides the two most important roles, <laughs> quarterback and head coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you think about it, right? They, they have the ass in the playoffs. They, they, have a, they have a top five running back, right? And Elliott. They have a top five running back. The, yeah. the the offensive line is still a majority of what they've built their team around an offensive line. They did have a couple of big injuries though in that game against against the Eagles. Yeah, it's not be, as strong as it once was. It's but not, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's not. But it's a, it's a stronger it's a stronger offensive line than most teams in the league. Right. You now have Amari Cooper who is playing out of his mind at this point. Like a top five. Um, you have you have another receiver. You have other complementary receivers to him. Yeah, that they don't have to they don't have to be the the main receivers anymore. Alan Hearns is there. You have Gallup, uh, Cole Beasley. His role is completely changed, and that's good for him. No tight end. That's a problem, but tight end is tight end. Not a lot of teams have an upper echelon tight end. Yeah, the defense is very the, good. Went out of the booth. Yeah, save us all. <laughs> the defense is very good. The defense is good. I would say they have – you know what? We've been talking about this all season. Who has a good defense? There's three teams that have good defenses. Who are they? And it's – 
and Dallas is one of them. The Bears are another. And I would say the other two teams that I would argue have decent defenses are the Ravens and Seattle. We saw what Seattle was able to do last night. Uh, I don't know about that. I think that was just the Monday night game crowd noise. Uh, their their defense has rounded out into shape. It really I mean, has. Wagner Wagner's been incredible. Yeah, he's he's yes. you know he's the only. I guess KJ Wright's still there, but he's kind of the main guy from the old guard who's still there, and he's just done a really good job with all the young players there as like the quote unquote quarterback of the defense. Yeah. But um, yeah, you're talking about, about Dallas. Is this my thing about, about the well, what about hold on, what about the other side? We can we can circle back to Dallas. Let's talk about Philly real quick because their season's over, right? Uh, come I mean, on, it's over. It's o- it's, the Rams it's... and the Texans. Um, um, remember how I read the eulogy on the Packers like two yeah. weeks ago? Is, is it time? And like, and you said, uh, dude, I don't know. Maybe the Packers are going <laughs> to well on their schedule. They look good. They look good. They look good this past week. Too they did. Too, too little. Too late. So. I'm going to read the eulogy on the Philadelphia Eagles. Congrats on your Super Bowl. I never want to hear Philly special again. It's over. Maybe you should have switched back to Nick Foles. Carson Wentz was awful that first half, and it's over for the Philadelphia Eagles. Their season's done. Wentz has not been the same guy since his injury. Now, some people are saying, oh, well, it's a two-year injury. That's fine. You know, he was so good last year before the injury. He's earned the right to, like, have another year where you – see if he can return back to that form. But I think next year is really a big year for the Eagles. Because yeah. if once isn't at that level again, what do you do? Because then it's time to offer him the contract and everything. And this guy, let's say they're the same team again next year. Like they go seven and nine or something and miss the playoffs. This quarterback who you're going to give all this money to has never played in a playoff game. You know? Yeah. Think about sure. that. But the thing uh, about the NFC East I'm next year is that – I'm reading the eulogy on the Eagles. It's over. The thing about the NFC East next year, too, real quick, is that Washington won't be without a quarterback. They're going to probably either go after a quarterback in the draft or go after a quarterback at some point in the offseason next year if Alex Smith's career is over, which potentially looks more and more like the case. And the Giants have played pretty decent football over the last few weeks. So this division is not going to be as down, I think, as it was this year for Philadelphia. But the the question I have for you is this. So obviously the three or the four teams in each division that are leading the division have records over 500. Can you name any of the other teams in the NFC that are not division leaders that have a record over 500? Seattle. That's it. Seattle. That's it. Minnesota is at 500. They're six, six and one. Is that over 500 or no? No, that is that exactly 500. Okay, because the tie kind of... There's one one other team in the NFC that's not a division leader that's at 500. So that's why, that's why I'm not quite ready to write off the Eagles yet. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I, they're, still, they're still very much in it, but... Well, you think they could win the wild card? Yeah, I think they could win the wild card. I think they get in still. I think it's I'm very reading, possible. I'm reading the eulogy just because of... What I saw from Wentz that first half, and granted, they did kind of bounce back in the second half, and there was that real stupid penalty that almost costed them the game, the offensive yeah. pass interference. Yep. I'm happy that didn't cost them the game because there's nothing worse than Eagles fans blaming refs for their losses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I didn't want, like, when they lost, I didn't want any um, any sort of funny business. But I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, their offense looked awful for the first half, and... 
they have a pretty tough schedule coming up. They have the Rams and the Texans left on it. So we'll see. I, I think it's over. I'm reading the eulogy. I, I, so I got it right with the Packers. Who do you think is going to make the playoffs? Who do you think is going to make the playoffs in the NFC? As that, I'm very that curious. Spot, at that six spot? At the five and six spot. I think, well, I Seattle's think both, a lock. Seattle's a lock for me. Yes, I think. I think. But here's the thing. At the six spot, there's so many teams, quote unquote, in the hunt, right? So you have Carolina at six and seven. Minnesota at at six six and one sitting at that playoff position, Philadelphia and Washington at six and seven. I think we can all write off the the Redskins. They're not going to make the playoffs. So really, it comes down I don't to know. Phil- Josh Johnson. It comes Josh down to Johnson. Philadelphia, Minnesota, Green Bay, and Carolina. We'll go with the Vikes. Oh, they look so bad last I mean, night. It's not like a, it's not a pick that like oh the Vikings they're so good. I'm just. The worst of the, it's the least of the, what's that expression? Lesser of the, the two lesser, evils. Oh, God, did I really just, <laughs> what was the one I got wrong like a couple weeks ago that I had no idea what it was? It was like something like off the top of your head. You said it something. Was some, it was something. It was, it was worse than that one. Um, it was when we were doing the World Series episodes, I remember. But yeah, Green I'm Bay done. has a chance. Don't write off Green Bay yet. I, I really. trilogy. You, but you can't. You got to take it back. No, nope. you got to take it back. This, this we've had the funeral up, and everything. This week coming up will be will be it for Green Bay. If they can beat the Bears, they're still in it. If they lose, they're out. That's it. It's as simple as that. I'm gonna say they're out. They get the Jets and then the Lions after that. I'm out. What about your boy Philbin? Oh man, the challenges. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. What are with coaches and challenges recently? Peyton is like the king of wasting his challenges. I feel like, yeah, he's bad. So let's hold on. Let's wrap up on the Eagles, uh, Cowboys, and then I want to move on to Rams, Bears, and we'll get to Wilbon Old Man Corner of the Week. Okay, cool. I'm ready. Um, but before we do that, I'm doing my fake ad. I'm ready for Aquafina Water, who is not sponsoring this podcast. This is not a hashtag ad. <laughs> This is not an ad. This is just me talking about something so I can easily transition into the next segment. Aquafina water is better than Dasani water. Actually, I don't know. It just kind of depends. It really just depends. But they do taste different. Do you think they taste different? I'm more of a Poland Springs guy myself. Oh, God. What is wrong with you? Poland Springs. It's, it's, a, it's a regional thing. It's a regional thing. I've realized that. Okay. Well, I... The only reason I read Aquafina water is because I have a bottle of Aquafina. That's what you're water drinking right, right now. One, well, not right. What's Aquafina? Right what's their What's their slogan? I think it's something fresh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What's, I don't Aquafina they have fresh. Yeah, I think Aqua Fresh. I don't know. Isn't that like mouthwash? That's definitely a different thing. That's I don't know. Anyways, that was what I used to be able to move to the next thing. So wrapping up on Cowboys Eagles. Great game from the Cowboys. Their defense really looked good. It's just Dak kept burning them over and over again. He missed an open guy. I think it was Gallup he missed. Yeah, the big play. play. Big play on the right, on the He's, far sideline. Yep. When you have, you know, I like Dallas's roster, except for the two most important positions. And that's all I have to really say. And Philly, did you ever think they should have gone to Foles? Oh, man. That's, it's honestly a very tough my buddy, position. Uh, my buddy, Alex Pham, okay? He uh he's gonna be delighted to hear that uh I mentioned him on this. 
But he was texting in our group chat, and he was like, I don't understand why we don't go to Foles. At least the RPOs can make a defense, keep a defense honest, you know? Yeah. I, and I was like, the, I was yeah. like, that's a good point, yeah. The thing about it is that is this, right? The Eagles, the Eagles used their their draft pick on what they thought was a franchise quarterback in Carson Wentz, right? So if you go to Foles, you're basically saying that, in my mind, you're basically saying that Carson Wentz is not our franchise quarterback anymore. Once you make that decision, he he is he is ultimately being removed of his franchise quarterback label right that's that's the problem it's not it's not that they i think they recognize that they they should have made a change that there 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 should have been a change at some point made the thing about Foles is that the beginning of the season he was it wasn't like he was playing lights out either no he was awful that's that's the thing it wasn't like he was playing lights out either i but the real problem for philly and the real i think the real struggle they had was that well, you know what? If we go to Foles, what does that do to the mindset of of Wentz going forward? Is is what does that do to him? And I think I think that's that's ultimately why they stayed with Wentz for that reason. And I I, I understand that struggle. They 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 went all in all on right. Wentz. Let's move on. We're just gonna wrap up real quick. Eagles the Eagles stink. they stink. Yeah, they suck. All right. The other big game, Sunday Night Football, Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth. We had Bears Michelle, Michelle versus sure, Michelle Tafoya. She asked how important the wins were. Um, no, I don't know if she did that. Did she? I don't know. I don't know. I'm still waiting. We're, my brother and I, we have a joke going. We, 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 uh, we I know you don't care. We got bounced into our fantasy football league. But we had, we had uh, James I care. White. We had James White. And when White I got care. hurt in that Sunday Night Football game a couple weeks ago, um, I don't know who they were playing, the, the Patriots, but he got hurt and it was going into the half. So we were like, oh, we have to wait till after halftime to figure out what happened to White because Michelle will do the update. She never did an update on him. So we were every time she comes on, we have this running joke. Oh, still no update on, on James White. But carry on. Yeah, I, I, I do care, by the way. No, you don't. I, 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 I do. Um, <laughs> it was the uh, so the Bears Rams. It just felt like one of those classic the Rams were not ready to play in the cold weather, right? Yeah. You know what the thing was, is that that was their first real other than, other than the saints, that was their first real test, right? The chief game, they were at home. They, they were home. That was perfect conditions. They were favorite. They should have won that game. And they did. That was their first real test with well, cold road weather. Tests. Road tests. Cold weather, great defense. The thing about that is that it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're not going to play a game in Chicago again. They're not going to play right. a game outside of Los Angeles or, or, or New Orleans again. Right. A meaningful game out of there. So what does this really matter? The only thing that comes of this is that they're they're a little bit vulnerable to a good defense. My thing is what matters out of all this is that why was Todd Gurley not involved in this game? Yeah, and at all. Collinsworth, Collinsworth and Michaels mentioned this like at some point in the third quarter, I think. He, he had six carries going into halftime. Six carries for what? Six yards? Yeah, that's what it was. It was it's pretty bad. Clearly, and it doesn't take a rocket science to realize this, but they are a team that flourishes on play action 
And how do you get play action to work? You run the ball. And they are clearly a team that is basically relying on Gurley to at least get going in some capacity. But from the from the get-go, they were throwing the ball left and right in a yeah. in a game where you have to sit there and say, you know, Jared Goff, yes, he's played great all year, but this is not his comfort zone. Good good defense, cold weather, on the road. I I just didn't understand why they they were so reluctant to run the ball. Yeah, they needed they needed sense. more from Gurley because Goff wasn't going to go there and beat them by himself. They needed to establish that run. And that that's kind of been how their offense has worked all year, right? You establish that run and then Goff kind of goes to play action and picks these guys apart and McVay, you know, comes up with the right plays for these receivers to get open. But the cold weather thing is not going to matter like you said. My bigger takeaway was just how Freaking bad Trubisky is. Oh, my God. Now, I don't know if he was hurt or not, but how many interceptions did he have? Three? I think two he or three? had two. Goff had three, I'm pretty sure. I think Goff had four. Yeah, Goff, Goff did had four because he had the, the interception right at the end of the half. I forgot about that one. Yeah. He had the Hail Mary at the end. So, yeah, he had four interceptions. And I and now that you, met, now that you remind me of that, Trubisky had three then. I know they were one off from each other. And he was just sailing balls. Like they oh, weren't God, even. Yeah, everything was high. It wasn't even like because you know we I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, and I don't want to like be one of those people who pats himself on his back on his own podcast. But remember how I mentioned like how the Rams defense we didn't think they were that good, and then you know obviously they're not that good, even though they have Aaron Donald and all these guys. I didn't think it was like a Rams defense was making great plays on the ball. I think Trubisky was literally just throwing it right to them. Right. I was gonna say real quick that. Something to also take away from this game is that Chicago is not going to be able to win games in the playoffs purely because of their offense. Yeah, I think, well, if they get the right team, I think they could win the first round because we talked about how that six seed's really weak. Yeah, uh, you know what? I, I That is true. The second they have to play New Orleans... It's all over for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all yeah. over. Trubisky's not, Trubisky's not going on the road and winning any football games <laughs> yeah. in the playoffs. But Especially then again, New Orleans. Bortles did. He went on the road and won a playoff game. No, that, that, was, that was That's the thing, though. I mean, we, we, we sit here and we say there's no chance that they're, they're going to win games, but right. it is clearly possible. But we know what the recipe for them is in the playoffs. They have to get a lead, and then they just have to protect it, and they got to say, Trubisky, don't throw it down the field, hand it off. Look for easy checkdowns and run if they're if they're not there. Well, that thing that's the case too because last night they uh, not last night but Sunday night they had they had both of their running backs going and that's the difference for Chicago yeah. is that if you can get both of those guys going for a lot of the season it's either been Cohen with a huge game or Howard with a big game they haven't been able to get both of them at the same involved time at the same time like they were yeah. last year Sunday night was different uh, I I. I know that Howard rushed for over 100 yards in that game, and Trubisky was dumping off to Cohen in in classic Trubisky form. I felt like that game was over the moment the Bears got the safety. Yeah, I uh, probably right. I, you know, it just it it just it, it just was not a good game plan. It wasn't that yeah. was the that was the that was the most troubling thing for me was that that game got away from from McVay. And from the Rams very quickly. So you kind of yeah. mentioned this earlier, how um, we don't think 
that the Bears could go on the road and beat any of these teams. The top two teams in the NFC, Saints are the one, Rams are the two. Is there any way you'd see... Okay, let me reword this. If you had to pick one of those two teams to not make the NFC Championship, who would it be? Who, man, I think the Rams. Only because the Saints will be home the entire way. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just saying... Because the Rams would be home in their divisional round. I'm talking about. Correct. So I'm so not talking about who would win beat the, who. I'm saying so, who would be less likely to show up for that game, the NFC Championship game. Oh, who would be less likely to to not play well in that game or not no, make just, it? to to make it? Yeah. Oh well, I, again, I would say the the Rams are less likely to to not to not be there. I think the Saints have a higher probability of making it to the NFC Championship game. Yes. Right, because I think that Saints crowd is crazy. And I think if one of these teams like the, you know, I don't think the Bears are going to win, but I laid the the case. You know, they have to get the early lead, kind of like what the Jags did last year. Then the other thing is, you know, there would be a lot of Bears fans at that Rams playoff game. Yeah. There would be a lot of Cowboys fans if they were the team playing the Rams in the uh divisional round the only thing is the the thing i will say about the saints is that they potentially draw a very difficult matchup going into the divisional round because they hold as it is right now they'd they'd have to play seattle yeah they would have to play dallas yeah so also seattle seattle somehow played la you know that would be the third time these teams are playing real hard to beat a a team three times seattle those are the two hottest teams right there so right the the way the way that you beat both of these teams is that you get at the quarterback. That's clearly the way to beat them. That's clearly the way to win. We saw it with Dallas against against uh, against the Saints. Drew Brees was under pressure all game, and whether it was great pass rush or just a bad game plan, Goff was under pressure most of that game. And whether it was physical pressure of Khalil Mack. And the rest of the Bears' defense getting in there, or just general pressure of the game, that's the way to win these games against these top teams. The only quarterback out of this that has seemed to handle the pressure pretty well is the youngest of them all in Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Unbelievably. Yeah. All right. You want to get to Will Bond Old Men Corner? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You want to go first? So yeah, I, I, went sh- first, I went first last time. So, so I, I, I had a couple. I had a couple. Clearly the one that is beating over a dead horse is the whole Gronkowski thing, right? Because I could see Wilbon fuming about that. This was a good week for Wilbon, though. I will say he probably was sitting there watching that Bears game in in his glory. No, no offense. No, no. You gotta say game. you gotta say what you actually said. About what? About that game. <laughs> about that game. You said he'd probably love it because it was so freaking boring. Yeah, no, he, he probably <laughs> loved it because it was a horrible, boring game. So he had a good week. He had a good week. The thing, the thing and that the Bears I, won. And the Bears won. And the Bears won. won. And the Bears won. Uh, the only thing that will make him mad, and I know this, we're not talking baseball, but if, if Bryce Harper goes to the White Sox, then he'll be through the roof. Yeah, but, he'll be mad. But, uh, but what I will say is from last night's game, I know for a fact he was not happy about those Seattle uniforms. So my old man, Will Bond, take of the week is that those Seattle uniforms were blinding Mike Wilbon, and he is just livid about how these teams will not just stick with their traditional colors and the stripes and the solid blues and the white color jerseys, and he's just mad about neon. 
You know, the NBA has this thing where they have all these like alternate jerseys. There's like a city edition, yeah, a city, statement like, jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if Wobon would wear like a Bulls city jersey. Oh, I don't no even, chance. I don't like know a what black Bulls like. Jer- like a black Bulls jersey or something like that. Bulls have their own issues right now with the new coach and everything. I wonder oh, how Wobon feels about that. Well, Dude, they lost. He's all, by, in, he's all in on the. Uh, he's all in on the Bears right now. It's been a well, while Bulls, for Wilbon with the, the Bears. The Bulls lost by like fifty to the Celtics, and then the players got mad because the new coach wanted them to practice the next day. Apparently, so oh, so I don't so I don't know. <laughs> what a but world. Anyways, anyways, my old man corners. You know what I I cannot stand. So you know, how, like we have these group touchdown celebrations. Now, no, that's not where I'm going. Okay, but you okay. know how we have the group touchdown celebrations, right? Right. Right. Okay, that I get. You score the touchdown. The objective of the game is to score points. Go crazy, right? I mean, right. that's the whole point. I hate the ones when they like have their little group celebrations after an interception or a turnover. Ooh, I like this it's one. It's so annoying. And then They're the always one, taking then, the team pick. Yeah, yeah, they take like a team picture. And then the funniest part of those is they get the turnover, they get the interception, the offense comes in and goes three and out. Like, what the <laughs> <Yeah>. hell? <laughs> Or they turn the ball over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think wasn't that isn't that what happened in the Rams game? Yeah, Remember? yeah. Goff threw an interception the play after Trubisky threw a pick. Right. I don't know if they did the whole team pick, but I uh, no, hate. I don't I don't think the Rams did because they were on the road. I don't think they did. Okay, and they were down. So yeah. like the Eagles did it against Dallas. They did the whole team pick when they were down. I was like, what are you what are you guys doing? No, no, yeah. The, the, when you're losing, I know people that they freak did it, right? out. The Eagles? Yeah, they did it. I, I know people that freak out when teams are losing by a lot, like late in the game, and, and some wide receiver will score a touchdown and do a celebration. Like, old people will be like, yeah, look at the scoreboard. Terrible score. Yeah, but no, I'm against the whole interception thing. Like, And then when your offense goes three and out, it makes it so much funnier. Yeah, I've never thought about the three and out aspect of it. That's hilarious. Yeah. All righty, I think that's it. So next week we will talk about um, whatever, some big games. Whatever some happens, big games week fifteen. Up. Yeah, I'm 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 a little surprised. I think you kind of left me off a little easy with the Patriots. You could have been a lot more. Uh, I don't know. It was bad. It was bad. The thing is, I wanted I wanted you to have it as soon as it happened because I was sitting there with my mouth wide open. Could it, the Patriots of all teams allowed that to happen? Well, they also, you know, they've had mistakes like that before. There was a game a couple years ago where Belichick, uh, it went to, we went to overtime against the Jets, and Belichick gave them the ball in overtime, and Fitzpatrick went down and scored a touchdown. There's been like, but his rationale for that one was our defense was playing good. He thought we would be able to stop them in their territory, get the punt, and then because our offense wasn't any good, just get to field goal range, right? Right. And win. So, that one was the rationale. I have no idea what the rationale. Yeah, what, what did he ever? Did he ever explain himself why Gronkowski was back there? I don't think I saw anything. I think he just like. Wow. I think he just said his normal. We put the players in that give us the best chance. I could. Play. I could see Gronkowski like this being a situation where Gronkowski's like, "Put me in, coach. Put me in," and they're like, "Yeah, good. Go in there, Gronk." Yeah. And as no. soon as that play is developing, they're like, "Oh God, oh God, this is bad." Uh. That was. That was. What that, if he got the what if he got the tackle though? Well, if he got the tackle, then it would have been like, oh my god, Gronkowski can still play. Yeah, that's or it would have been a... or it would have either been it would either been like a huge, like a huge 
coming of age story for for Gronkowski at that moment, or yeah. or it would yeah. have been the demise and the 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 complete shutdown of Kenyon Drake's career. Yeah. All righty. So that's it. We will be back next week. Thanks for coming on once again. Yeah, man. Giants still in it. Giants are still in it. They're not. I read the eulogy on them in like week four. All right. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening.